0: Hello, my wonderful friend. Welcome to Faith FM, drive time, big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita, I'm your host and thank you so much for uh, tuning in with us today. Please stay with us. We have a wonderful uh, passage in the Bible where we are going to look at uh, today and uh, we have some offers for you also. I would like to give you the number from the beginning to be able to contact us, maybe send uh, us a text message with your uh, uh, thoughts, with uh, Question or just something along the line with our program today. Be part of this program uh, with us, and uh, on the same number, which I will give you now, you can request our free offer, which will come a little bit later. The number is zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one. Well, we are uh, starting. Um, uh, this week, uh, still going along with the um, main topic from the week before, hard sayings and radical teachings of Jesus. Uh, but uh, we are concluding um, today, uh, particularly on the chapters, you know, we start chapter 5, 6, and 7 in Matthew. Um, and we are talking a little bit more today about um, that. But uh, the question which we have it for today um, is, is salvation easy or hard? Our co-host today is, um, Eric Horan, And Eric, good to have you with us today.
1: Uh, thank you very much, Nick. It's great to be here. I heard that um, I got a bit of a shock when I heard that Gary uh, had been taken to hospital. Mm. And uh, so I sent him a message and um, he got back to me and said he just had chest pains and was a bit breathless. And uh, they they took him in and, uh, yeah, it wasn't a heart attack, it's mm-hmm. God. Praise God. Uh, But he does have to have some more tests. He's home Mm. now, Mm. Uh, recouping. He probably got his feet up. Listening to the program, maybe.
0: Hey, Gary, if you're listening to the program there, uh, uh, Speedy Recovery, I was just going to say that I'm filling in for uh, Pastor Gary um, uh, Hodgkin today, and that's what I'm with, Eric. Now, uh, I can never probably start the program like Gary, do it, uh, okay. he, he, as he's doing it, but uh, we are glad, Eric, to have you with us uh, today here. Thank you. And. Um, yeah, we are going to search a little bit more into the Gospels, you know, uh, beautiful passages on the Bible. Of course, they uh, contain also some of the hard sayings, you know, of uh, Jesus himself. Yeah. He was uh, not treating um, um, things lightly, you know, some of the things which needed to be addressed, he addressed it in uh, even though sometime in our days, we may think, oh, that's a bit of a harsh, you know, mm. <laughs> uh, way of saying it. But yeah, Jesus was um, very to the point and uh, he was not taking uh, nor cutting corners. Um, just yesterday, um, Eric, uh, Will and uh, Joseph, they, they were talking about uh, prayer mm. and the golden rule. Um, but yeah, today we are going to look into this aspect, um, Eric, is salvation easy or hard? What do you think, Eric?
1: Well, uh, the Bible tells us that uh, that salvation can be hard to find. Um, you know, I know that when uh, Christ was calling me um, to be a Christian like a lot of the listeners here, uh, in fact, there's a text that says, uh, quite a simple text in the Bible, First uh, John five twelve. he says, He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the S- Son of God hath not life. So that sounds quite simple. Yes. To believe in Jesus. Uh, and th- that's what,
0: the, you, usually when you talk about salvation, I mean, if you uh, even go to churches and uh, talk with Christian people, uh, it will be very simplistically, you know, presented. You know, the only thing what you need to do is just to... Uh, you know, believe in Jesus, and salvation is easy i mean if, if that's the case, you know, yeah. but involves a little bit more than that.
1: well, I found that you know to believe in Christ um, was a revelation to me. it was something that does change your life, gives mm. you does give you freedom, but along with that also comes the fact that um when we 're part of the material world, uh, it 's very hard to move into the spiritual world. Mm. we kind of fight ourselves into moving from the materialism that we we're brought up with into a spiritual world. And so there is a battle that goes on. And Christ talks about this in our text uh, from the, the uh, Mount, mm-hmm. uh, where he's talking here on, in chapter 7. Uh, he actually starts off with talking about this way um, of how it can be harder. It's found in chapter Matthew 7, verse 13. It says, Enter by the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it, because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. Now, this is talking about finding Jesus Christ, Mm because Christ gives life. Yes. We've already read that. So, um, there is a narrow way, he says, and then there is a wide way it's interesting back in the days of, in Palestine when you look at the cities that were built there are often a lot of gates
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, quite a few were wide gates but in Jerusalem there was actually a narrow gate and um, there was actually a saying that it was called uh, the eye of the needle it was so narrow yes. Now if you remember the saying you know it's um, easier for a man to go through the you know it's hard for a man a rich man to go through the eye of a needle yes Uh It's easier for a camel camel to to go through, through, yeah, than
0: than a rich man to to go through, yeah, okay. And and that was, uh, by the way, on that one we had some. um, uh, When I was young, you know, I could not quite grasp that um, parable because Mm -hmm. I was thinking, oh, how can you get uh, get to a, um, you know, to the um, needle uh, eye, you know? Mm. Uh, But I learned later on that actually. When, uh, Jesus was talking about this and, and, and for the surroundings, as you just said in, uh, in Jerusalem, you know, in, in the surroundings there also, that those gates were very small gates, which, um, to go through that little, uh, gate, you need to take everything off, you know, even from, uh, from the camel, if you go with a, with a camel, even a, a person, you know, you not go with many things on, with, with luggages or stuff like that. You need to really, Put it aside. And that's another connection with the gospel where Jesus says to leave away, you know, the burdens, you know, and the the things
1: which we carry mm. <laughs> in everyday life and take jesus uh, Well apparently uh, back then, then through the study i found out that um, there is a wide there was a wide gate there that they often closed later in the day but they left a little the small smaller gate mm. open which is called cool. mm. so people when they were coming and traveling long distances walking or on a donkey or, or whatever uh, they were in a hurry to get there so they kept their head down and they and they were looking for that gate mm-hmm. you know they they, that was their target to get there before it was dark, before the robbers came out at night, and things like that. So they went through this gate, and you're right. When they got to it, they had to unload the camel. And uh, you know what it's actually talking about when it talks about a rich man is that you know to get through the gate, you've got to take off. Give a what? You got to take off a lot of the burdens. Mm-hmm. You have got to take off the things that are holding you back. Mm. And Jesus used this. It's a tremendous way for Jesus. To talk about this narrow way for us, because he used the things around him, and he saw all this, and he put it down in uh, the Holy Spirit put down in scripture so powerfully that only a God could line these things up and use that Mm, as a, mm. as a way of trying to teach us that there is a, is a narrow way, but there's also a wide bait. But the thing here, it says that there are, there are, um, there are only a few that go on this narrow way
0: yeah now also while you were saying that myself coming from an um, uh, orthodox you know uh, background where um, everyone believe everyone will go to heaven mm. you know i mean yes. uh, if, if you're a christian or just say that uh, say the name of god or something like that you'll go to heaven you know yes. but it's interesting the analogy here jesus uses uh, that the difference in between the narrow way And the wider uh, part, you know, Uh, the wider one. Many people go to the wider one. It's a little bit more comfortable, probably. Even us, as we drive some cars, we like to go through um, the freeways, yes? Mm. To the (laughs) wider ones, which are lots of space, go comfortable. Uh, When you are um, going through some narrow streets, you know, even here in Adelaide, which is not the case that much, because Adelaide, actually, it's very very well planned, you know. Um, And you find quite wide um streets, you know, even secondary mm-hmm. uh, streets. But uh, imagine to go to a very narrow, narrow one and with the car, you're just watching the mirrors, you're watching everything there. You, am I going to fit through mm-hmm. here? But why do you think Jesus, just before we, we are kicking in into the Bible study itself, you know, uh, why is Jesus talking, using this analogy and talking about these two ways? Because we asking this question, uh, Eric, um, is salvation easy? Or hard? Just before you said, okay, everyone who believes in Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, is safe. And it's true. Mm. It's true, you know. But then what's the um, teaching mm-hmm. of this parable here, uh, the wider and the narrow way?
1: Well, you know, when you look at it, I, I really like John Ten Nine answers that. It's interesting. It says here, and this is the way of salvation. It says here, um, I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. I am the gate. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved. He will come in and go out and find pasture. By me, if any man enter in. So what it's saying, what Jesus is saying here is that through this gate, he is the door. Mm -hmm. The way to enter through the gate is through the door of Jesus Christ to accept him. But when we accept him, the difficulty we have is that um uh-huh. Sometimes we just um, carry those things that you say. It's You can say you believe in Christ, but then your actions show that you're still part of this world. You still have all that uh, sin in us mm. without fully committing to Jesus. It's easy to say I believe in Jesus, but then there should be a change. There should be the fruits of the Spirit. We should be changing all the time. Yes. Nobody has reached the point, I don't believe, of, of perfection, so we always changing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and it's interesting, Nick, because... I was thinking about this during the week and I thought, what is it that stops us just keeping on that narrow path? And I think there's two things. I, I, and I don't know if you agree with me, but, but one of them is that um, we can, uh, with our sinful lives through through the devil, uh, taking us off that path that we go on the the broader path, mm. and uh, carrying that sin in us, and and um, and not really accepting Christ, uh, not fully. Uh, the other one, other one, I think, is that as a Christian now, that we think that we can. <laughs> we've got the right to be on that path, that Mm. we don't treat others as Christ would. Okay. I kind of feel there's a two-way prong of pulling us away from Christ, that Mm. we think we're high and mighty and above other people. Like the Good Samaritan, we don't stop and help. Uh, We don't show the characteristics of Christ. So I see that as... Maybe some, you know, we can be on that broad path thinking that Mm. we're on the narrow path. Mm. But Jesus makes it very, very clear later in this study here that it's a characteristics of Christ that show that we're actually on the right path.
0: And I like what you just uh, said, Eric, that Jesus is the way. Jesus is that narrow way. And uh, if we follow Jesus, We'll find ourselves walking in uh, through that narrow way, which means uh, a lot of things which we maybe did before. Before we met Jesus, mm. we are not going to do it yep. or take it with us on the journey. For example, just uh, with myself, quickly, when I met Jesus and I gave my life to Jesus, I um, stopped smoking, for example. Mm. I was I stopped drinking, um, I stopped swearing, I stopped uh, doing all sorts of things, you know, which I had to leave aside a lot of things my path was narrowing down if you like in in those terms you know of course the life of a christian Mm. to walk on the way is not a boring one or is restricted you know restricted don't do this don't do that now we are not legalistic in from from that point of view but when you find Jesus, you'll find yourself on that narrow way. Most of the people will think differently, you know, but you'll find yourself that if you really want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus.
1: Well, I've heard people say to me, Nick, um, when I've said them, you know, through, the, through Jesus we're saved. And some, uh, there are some that don't believe that Jesus is a God, mm. that the Father is a powerful one, but Jesus was, isn't actually not a God. I've mm. heard that more yes. and more lately. Yes. And it's only through the name of Jesus. It's interesting what you're saying, Nick, and I totally agree. I remember once long ago, I went into a uh, courtroom. I, uh, I was asked to go with a lady who, who was studying and, and coming to Bible study. This is a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, so I went with her and, uh, we waited outside. Uh, The courtroom waiting for her name to be, this person's name to be called so I could go in with her. And it was interesting. Two friends, Mm. past friends of hers came up and they started talking. And as they started talking, she moved away from me and she introduced me as the pastor. And the other two guys gave me a funny look, you know. Mm. And they stood over there and they were talking about things I'd done and they were swearing. And carrying on and, and talking about their crimes. And she joined in as though, um, she was back in that mold. Yeah. You know, but she had moved away. And then when we came back, I said, look, let's have a prayer together. And we had a prayer together. So, you know, it's not just, um, saying that we're Christian. It's a lifestyle yes. of following that path and not just when it suits us. But because we truly believe to stay on that narrow path. And when, you, as we, uh, uh, that path is very narrow. So as we stay on that path, we grow because we're heading towards the light, towards Christ. But if we, and we all do fall, we can all fall and he picks us up again. Mm-hmm. But it's a matter of, um, uh, doing it naturally not forcing ourselves to follow Christ but following him naturally and treating others with the same way that Jesus would but also uh, Jesus changing us. You know often Nick I've often thought about getting in the yoke with Christ and what Christ was meaning is that our burdens fall away when we get into the yoke with Christ yeah. and what the yoke is as we talked about the other week was uh, you've got a trained um, in the old days when the oxen pulled the or together and had the yoke on them you had a trained one one that was knew the right path mm. that kept you on that path the other one was a learner and he learned from the trained one and jesus as we link ourselves to him he changes us he keeps us on the right path and we learn from him yes uh and that's therefore is a better lifestyle so yeah it talks about here that jesus is the door and it also says that he is the gate uh, if anyone enters through me, mm. he will be saved. He will come in and out uh, and find that. And the only way to find Christ is found in John fourteen six. Jesus said to them, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me." So this is the narrow way. Now, what about the wide way? You know, yes. Uh, there's a, a lot of people on the wide way. That, and this is talking about masses of people yeah. walking on it, which is which is easier.
0: Yeah, and also uh, Eric um, just talking a bit more about the narrow way. Uh, When you walk on a narrow path, you know, you need to be very vigilant because Mm. it's easily, you know, to, um, uh, how to say, to fall uh, away, you know, from uh, from that one. I um, try to remember now where I grew up near the mountains and we used to use those narrow paths, you know, Mm. but you need to watch carefully when you go like that. Now, I remember as a child when I used to walk on a wide, very wide road, you know, I used to play with myself a little bit and I said, OK, I'll, let's see how for how long I'll, I can walk with my eyes closed, you know, and I closed my eyes and I was keep going to see uh, how long I can go. Now, on a narrow path and when windy or like that is n- not like that, you need to be all the time vigilant. Mm. You need to be all the time connected. You know, with the reality. I mean, in this case we're talking about with Jesus, you know, walking in in his um footpath. Yeah,
1: You go along now and just share with us a little bit about the yep. um But you're right. Why Nick, you're right, Nick. Um I think of, of what you're saying there, and I know that Philippians one twenty one says, For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. For to me to live in is Christ and to die is gain. Living means living for Christ for to me, to live in Christ and to die is gain. And that's what it's talking about mm. here. Um, so who really wants to be saved? And in Luke thirteen twenty three twenty four, 24, it says, Someone asked him, Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? Mm-hmm. And he said to them, make every effort to enter through the narrow door. Yes. Because many, I tell you, will try and enter and not be able. Wow. So the question is, and, um, um, is Nick, is, is what actually stops us from going through? that narrow door if we're trying to get through that narrow door and uh jesus brings up our works mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that's the w- that's what actually happens that um that we try and do it through our own uh justification and that's what it means here when it says about um the two gates that we try to get in through the other gate not through christ but through our own works. Yes. And Jesus brought that up many times about this. Uh, he he warns us about false teachers. If you look in the next verses here, it says here um, in verse 15 of Matthew 7, it says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruit. So here it's telling us and warning us that there is a truth that is not of Christ. There is a truth of man. Mm -hmm. And I think we live in those times where we see so much confusion in the world. We don't know what the truth is out there with the virus and the anti-vax and everything else. It's a lot of confusion out there. But he's saying here that there are false false prophets and teachers amongst us. And he mentions it many times. You, you've just got to look at Second Peter 2, 1-2. to It says, but there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought themselves swift destruction on yeah. themselves. Many will follow the depraved contact and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. So they're actually following teachings on the wrong path. And that's what it's talking about here. So the thing is, is to to be on that narrow path and not this wide path. Also, 2 Corinthians 11, 13 to 15 says, For such people are false apostles, deceitful workers, masquerading as apostles of God Christ. And no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not surprising then, if his servants also masquerade as servants of righteousness, their end will be what their actions Deserve, mm-hmm. you know. Look, I've been reading about this gate. You know, it, with the shepherds, when they used to have the flock up in the hills at night, and maybe they had a structure up there. But, gee, but uh, the shepherd always lay down to protect the sheep. You know, yeah. he was there at the gate basically yes. uh, to watch out for the sheep. And if we're on the wrong path and we haven't entered in the right gate, then we can be lost to those. Uh, we can be actually on the wrong path. Mm. Um, it also goes to that it says here in, in Acts twenty twenty nine. I know that after my departure savage wolves will come in amongst you and will not spare the flock I know that after I leave savage wolves will come so here it's talking about um, you know a, a lot of false teachings mm, mm. a lot of false teachings in the end of time and so how do we know what is the right path how do we know that we're uh, we're following the right you know the right way, and that is simply by understanding what Jesus wants us to know through the Bible, and that is by reading the Scriptures and by uh, applying that to our lives to to have been born again, but also to let that sh- show out through us. Be like
0: Jesus, yeah. The
1: only way that mm. people can know that uh, that you're a Christian is by the way you treat other people, and I think Nick in these last days. We're seeing a widening of uh, of fear, mm-hmm. a widening of the rich and poor, and uh, how are people going to tell who the real Christians are? It's the way we we treat one another, and that is really is the true gospel.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Eric, I'm going to take a short break uh, here, but just uh, before I do that, again, I would like to remind our listeners that uh, they can get in contact with us. And after the song, we'll take some messages. If you like to send uh, some messages while you are listening to the next piece of music, do that too. Uh, and uh, we'll be able to read some of those mes- messages out. Uh, the number where you can do that it's 0488 Now, Eric, also we are uh, giving away uh, today uh, a, a wonderful book. I think we... We already gave that away last week, mm. isn't that right? Yes. Uh, what's the book, and can you share a little bit uh, with us?
1: Sure. It's called uh, "Thoughts from the Mount of Blessing." Yeah, it's mm. a wonderful book that you can use for a devotional book. Yes. And I we use that many times now home, and it talks about the um, the Sermon on the Mount. Really expands it and brings in so many wonderful thoughts. It's a it's a really good book. I would really suggest to the listeners that if they haven't got it, you want to get hold of it. Um, and I've actually got some quotes later on in our program from that book itself
0: you just need to send us a message with the code SA 13 SA stands for South Australia and number 13 message us and that book will be yours free of charge Mm. and no obligation but right now uh, please enjoy this beautiful song Find Us Faithful by Christian Berdahl
3: we pilgrims on the journey of the narrow road And those who've gone before us line the way Cheering on the faithful, encouraging the weary Their lives a stirring testament to God's sustaining grace Surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses Let us run the race not only for the prize But as those who've gone before us Let us leave to those behind us The heritage of faithfulness Passed on through godly love Come and gone And our children Sift through all We've left behind May the clues That they discover And the memories They uncover Become the light That leads them To the road We each must find What was that song called? It's easy to find out. Download the free Faith FM app for your smartphone or tablet to see our full daily schedule of programs and music.
0: Welcome back. This is Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and our co-host today is uh, Eric uh, Hoare. Eric is a passionate member of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, working with indigenous uh, people uh, for quite a number of years, Eric, is that right? Mm. And um, you are still uh, enjoying to work with the community, with people. uh, You did literature evangelism for... uh, many years and Mm. that that means to introduce books to people and sell books to christian books yeah but it's very good to have you Mm. with us Um, and eric what a beautiful song was that you know Mm. find us faithful by christian bardal and um, uh, yeah we are an example uh, as we walk on the narrow path Mm. uh, to everyone and uh, I believe we should live uh, the Christian life uh, differently. I mentioned before the break, Eric, that um, we take a couple of messages. Uh, now, the topic for today is uh, called, Is Salvation Easy or Hard? Because we're talking about the narrow and wider uh, way. But Michael it's uh, sending us a couple of messages here. He's mentioning that the camel had to bow his head and bend his knees to enter the gate mm. and it's so true you know and if i like to take a lesson from that i believe we should walk uh, more humbly and um, kneeling more often you yeah. know, well, the, in, in the, prayer.
1: The greatest strength comes on our bended knee, doesn't it? Yes. I, mean, I just I love elephants and there was a thing on Facebook that showed a, a big elephant in Africa who uh, came up to an electric fence that had the wire mm. uh, up about his, he- uh, about his chest. And he, this great big animal actually got down on his knees and crawled under the wire. Wow! Such a sight, you know. And, mm. and this is a picture of that, of coming down on your knees to avoid pain. It's beautiful. Yeah.
0: And, and And the other message which came through is uh, this was primarily advice to those in the first century who would suffer destruction if they didn't walk on the narrow way um, sometimes, you know, to that. And that's true, actually. That's true. But, you know, that continues actually for us, Mm -hmm. ahead of us. Is the, the greatest destruction, you know, and uh, we are advised also to choose now to, to make sure that we walk with Jesus, mm. you know, on the narrow way.
1: Yeah, I think it applies back then as it does today. Yes. Um, very strongly today because, um, you know, Alan White writes in this book that we're talking about, Mounts of Blessing, she says uh, here, uh, teachers of falsehood will arise to draw you away from the narrow path and the straight gate. Beware of them. Though concealed in sheep's clothing, inwardly they are ravening, ravening wolves. Jesus gives a test by which false teachers may be distinguished from the truth. You shall know them by the fruits, he says. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? You'll yeah. know them. By their actions, you know. Uh, it's, and what she's talking about is Matthew 7, 7, 16 to 20. By their fruit you'll recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree, tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Mm. Every tree, tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown in the fire. Thus, by their fruit... You will recognize
0: that. Now yeah. works
1: don't save us. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about that here. We're talking about a changed life. The greatest miracle that ever happens is somebody who has changed, who comes to Christ and uh, and who's changed from their ways, you know uh, I've seen many men um, uh, miracles happen where they have changed mm-hmm. from the road they were on to walking on that straight road and the difference to their lives, the difference to their families because not only does it uh, save them and help them, but their families are changed completely. And this is what it, what it's talking about when when we're walking on that path with Christ and he is leading us, the changes that happen with us. Now, quite often, Nick, I find that um, sometimes when uh, things happen and, and we change, we don't even actually realize we're changing. Mm. Christ is doing the change yes, in us. Yes, yes. And that's the thing. But if we're concentrating all the time on getting better, that's not what Jesus is talking mm. about here. Mm. It's meaning giving our life over to him.
0: Fix your eyes on Jesus, you know. Uh, yes. yeah.
1: And that's the that's where the self-righteousness can come and when we can actually move go down that wide path because we're trying to earn our way there and the way we earn that way there is better in ourselves to be with Christ in a way that we're doing it in our own self-righteousness the Pharisees struggle with with that mm. they, they thought they were already in the kingdom because of what they were doing yeah. but this isn't what it's talking about here it's talking about a complete committal from the heart you know, it comes from within. Mm. And this is where Christ is comes into our lives. He lives in us. And that's the beauty of it, you know. So he does talk about this um these uh these uh signs
3: mm-hmm.
1: of of which way to go, who to follow, who not to follow. And it's interesting that Alan White also Right, She says, we are not bidden to prove them by their fair speeches and exalted professions. They are to be judged by the word of God mm-hmm. to the law and to the testimony. If they speak not according to his word, it is because there is no light in them. Uh, it says in, in Isaiah 8:20 uh, cease my son to hear the instruction that causeth to err from the words of knowledge what message do these teachers bring does it lead you to reverence and to fear god does it lead you to manifest your love for him by loyalty to his commandments if men do not feel the weight of the moral law if they make light of god's precepts if they break one of the least of his commandments and teach men so they shall be no esteem in the sight of heaven. So it's what it's saying here she's saying is there has to be a foundation of a moral law. Right. And the commandments, when we accept those, the commandments don't save us. Mm. But if they become a part of us, then we will treat others as god wants us to treat them through the law because the law was not put there to curse us or to hurt us it was actually put there to save us a traffic light is there Mm. to save us when it goes red you stop and you don't hurt somebody coming the other way Mm. but we you know you've got to get the balance right and often I must admit, you know that uh, in my life I've got that balance wrong at times, and mm-hmm. I've been judgmental on people, um, and and uh, I've asked for and I've made mistakes in my life, and we're all sinners. We carry on making mistakes. It's a growing thing as we walk on that path. And so what it's dis- saying here is that uh, and you'll be t- they'll be talking about this tomorrow, but not all that profess mm. to say that Christians are actually. Are following him.
0: That's correct. Yeah, and we'll, we'll look into that a little bit more. Um, just as we going, uh, I'd like to take uh, two more messages, Eric, yeah, uh, sure. because I, I want to acknowledge, you know, what our listeners are uh, sharing, I think that was a good uh, sh- sharing with us. And there is, you know, uh, another text which uh, our listener says, uh, narrow way leads to martyrdom, mm-hmm. and broad way leads to destruction. Actually, that's a very good way to put it, you know, uh, because if we are on the narrow way, we may suffer Mm. persecution and martyrdom and uh, exactly right. And I know our listeners, it's, you know, focusing on the time of Jesus, you know, in uh, in the first century, as he mentioned a bit early, because the next uh, message uh, says this, and I like to acknowledge that our Mm. listener says I will have to disagree with you guys Mm. about uh, a future destruction Mm. event. Now I'm just wondering myself. Mm. um, I believe probably while you're saying that, you may think that there will not be any destruction; will be all smoothly, you know, Mm. just a transition going in heaven or have everlasting life. But I believe the Bible speaks about the great, great trouble times. Uh, coming up and the destruction actually of the of this uh, earth, mm. uh, but that's another probably a study it's for a um, one, yeah. for another um, program. Mm. But it's thank you for sending those uh, messages uh, uh, to us and encouraging everyone else there uh, listening. Just come in contact with us and share with us what do you think about uh, salvation? Is salvation yeah. easy or hard?
1: It's interesting, um, Nick, that a false. Prophet or a teacher is one who leaves out the narrow gate and narrow road in his teaching. There is nothing in his gospel that offends the natural man. As a matter of fact, his teaching lulls the unsaved man into a sleep. He think he's doing the right thing by doing nothing and mm. following Christ. There is a notable lack of doctrine in his teaching, and he never disturbs anyone or makes anyone feel uncomfortable. You never hear him teach on the holiness, the righteousness, the justice of of God. He never talks about the utter sinfulness of sin. You know, some people say that we can carry on doing what we're doing, Mm -hmm. but we're saved. Because we believe in Jesus, but Jesus doesn't say that. It says, "By your fruits you will know." We we need to be changed, mm. and I had to give up. I gave up things not because I had to give them up, but because our, because Christ gives us the power to do it. And and you know, it's like walking in the darkness. You don't see it as a sin. You don't see it as hurting other people. Mm. Mm. you know like you I used to gamble and and mm. bite and uh, and all those sorts of things and drink and I thought that was uh, that was good and I went to church every now and then um, I I wasn't a Christian but I I went to church mm-hmm. and I thought yeah, you know this was good you know but you know Christ says that When you follow me, you love other people so much that when you change, you love them so much that you'll go out and find those people because that's where you once were. You are moving on the way. You look at the disciples, mm. they were really rough fishermen, mm-hmm. you know, of all sorts. But you look at the way they followed Christ, you know, and they actually, I think Peter says, I think he was actually crucified upside down. Yes. They gave their yes. lives. Yes, he said he
0: was not worthy to die uh, as, as his master, you know, yes. like Jesus. Yep.
1: And here is one who who is willing to give his life mm. in the end for the one that he followed. So Jesus does change us. But this conflict that will happen, we will see it happening, I believe, more and more. This widening of uh, those who truly believe in Christ because you see the devil, the mark of the beast and all those things, there's going to be a a who you worship. Do you follow um, the God of heaven Mm -hmm. or will you follow the mark of the beast? And there is, so there'll be a separation out yeah. of who you really believe. And in the last days, I think the devil's going to be more active because he knows his time is short. The Bible says that, and so we're going to find that there'll be those that are on the right path who think they're on the uh, on the wrong path, who think they're on the right path.
0: And he's roaring like a lion, uh, you know, to
1: devour yep. uh, and, and performing but, miracles, yes, and, uh, and mm. signs and wonders, and they'll be deceived. Mm. Um, so the only way I believe is to is to stay close to Christ and to follow him on that path, you know. Um, and uh, the people that I have met who are following Christ now, you see uh, huge changes in people, you know. So it's very important. Mm. Mm. All right,
0: well. Um, uh, Eric, uh, this uh, subject is very, um, how to say, important for mm. any Christian. You know, for everybody who uh, believe and confess. You know that they uh, they following God. Um, it's important to choose. It's important to identify um, the right path, the right way. And that's Jesus, as we uh, said it earlier. Uh, What else would you like to to share further uh, more and encouraging uh, us, uh, Eric?
1: Well, I I truly believe that that when we enter that narrow gate with Christ, then um, the changes that are are brought about uh, reveal a difference in the world in which we live today. And I think the world is looking uh, in such confusion that there will be those that will show that they are Christians in the very last days. Because uh, the Lord says, By fruit, our Lord is speaking about their false teaching as well as their false works. Mm. The test is words and works. They're the two things words, what they speak, and the works that come out of that. So when God saves an individual, he places within that person a new nature that will bring forth spiritual fruit for Christ. The unsaved man has only an old nature, and while this nature may do good things, it only brings forth human works of fruit which glorify himself. Okay. Our Lord speaks of two trees, a good one and a corrupt one, and each tree brings forth fruit in accordance with its nature. As a man thinks, so eventually he is. Right. As a man reasons... So he does. The real inner nature of a person is bound to express itself. A man's belief is bound to manifest itself sooner or later in life. So what it's saying is that when we fully give our lives to Christ, we will manifest the character of Christ. Mm, That's what it's saying. mm, mm. That we don't read what the Bible says and then go out and do something different. That's what it's talking about. Yeah. Here. We're all sinners and we struggle and we all sin. We we know that, but there is an overcoming. There is a moving towards, you know, our savior. Yeah. And Christ showed that. Yeah. He, he stopped many times to help people. Yeah. You know, he he, he was criticized by the uh, so good uh, Christian world of his day. Mm. And yet he was doing what? He was showing the spirit of the law, which was manifesting the fruits of the spirit. Yeah, Beautiful. I'm not
0: sure if, if you have in English, but in my language, you used to have some sayings like uh, "Don't preach water and drink wine," for example, <laughs> or uh, um, other people will say, "Hey, uh, don't uh, do what the preacher does; do what the preacher says." <laughs> <laughs> um, but Eric, it's so true that we need to um, uh, to express, you know, uh, our uh, walk with Jesus to show that change mm. because we cannot be the same you know uh, like before mm. when we meet Jesus we are transformed we um, we yeah, will be different uh, as you just shared a bit earlier now we have a few more minutes uh, Eric uh, left here today but just, just before I'll ask you to bring a bit of a conclusion here I would like to mention the book which we are offering today again uh, what's the title of the book Eric uh, which we are giving away today
1: yes it's called um, Thoughts from the Mount, Mount of Blessings by Alan G. White. And,
0: and that uh, speaks uh, particularly on uh, on these chapters 5, 6, and 7? Uh, it does. Yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's a devotional. You can use it mm-hmm. as a devotional. If you like that book in your hands, you just need to send us a, a text message with the code word SA10 on the number 04888088 double one and we'll be very happy to um deliver that book uh, to you or just send it via post uh, whatever is uh, the um, the option available how can we bring some conclusion here uh, today eric uh, as i said earlier we are talking about is salvation easy or hard we talk about the narrow way the uh, wider way how can you conclude today? If you the words? way
1: to stay on the narrow path is to build your house on rock. And Jesus is our rock. Mm. And if we build our our uh, our house on sand, then when tough times come, uh, it will erode and our house will fall. Uh, and like the builders of these houses on the rock said jesus he he is he who shall receive the words that i've spoken to you and make them the foundation of his character and life you know nick you know we can go to church every week uh, we can go to our our prayer group our, our bible studies we can have our bible studies we can yes. do all these things but jesus still says that the greatest evidence that you love me is that you love one another, that you have a foundation of character and life. And these are the things that will stand out through eternity. This is the word by which the gospel is preached to you. The word of God is the only steadfast thing in the world that gives us that pure foundation. All right. Heaven and earth shall pass away, said Jesus, but my words shall never pass pass away so the great principles of the law was the very nature of God and these are the words we need to build on them Christ the rock of ages and receiving that word we receive Christ and we build on that and that to me uh, is so important Nick that, that we love our Lord Jesus Christ all the listeners love the Lord Jesus Christ that we follow him we stay on that narrow path and we stay away from that wide path you know Oh, that's great. So, that's great. So, you know, religion consists in doing the words of Christ, not doing them to earn God's favour, but because all and all are underserving, we have received the gift of his love. Christ places the salvation of man not upon profession merely, but upon faith that is manifest in the works of righteousness. Doing not saying merely is expected of the followers of Christ. It is through action that character is built. As many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Romans 8, 14. Not those whose hearts are touched by the Spirit, not those who now and then yield to its power, but they that are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. You know, once, Nick, I used to say that I I worked for God. Mm, I got it wrong. Mm. I got it wrong. I I work with God. I work with Christ. Christ is the one that should be beside us, leading and guiding us. And that's so important. So to be a desire to become a follower of Christ, uh, we need to to let that uh, follow the light that Christ gives us. Set our heart to obey that you do know the word of God, his power, his very life dwells in you as you receive the word in faith, it will give you power to obey. You know, like you, Nick, I used to think that, you know, being a, a Christian was, uh, um, I used to think that it was a lacklustre life, that it was uh, boring and, and uh, uh, nothing in it. Mm. But since... When Christ came to me, it was completely different. I find now that I have peace, I have joy. Sure, there's hard times. Sure, there's problems. Sure, there's difficulties. But like the list, with the listeners, you have that peace that Christ can only give us. And the way to stay on that narrow path is just to follow him and to let him lead and guide. The trouble is we're often proud and stubborn. Uh, and so we need to you know carry on and and follow that way, but there is the Bible says there is a wide path, and many people are on it, yes, and so it 's an individual thing i can 't save you you can 't save me. the listeners can 't save each other, so we need that personal relationship with Christ that changes us inside out mm. that's what it is, and then when we show. Show in any any circumstances, any day, one little action could show that you love that you were in tune with Christ. Another action, like in the um, Good Samaritan story, might show that we don't follow Him.
0: Yes, yes. Now, Eric, uh, I mentioned earlier that you used to go from door to door and to mix with people a lot by uh, sharing the good news, the gospel, through the books, while you were, um, you know, a literature uh, evangelist. If I'll ask you now, just to share in few words, your uh, faith and um, where you find yourself, you know, in in, in your walk with Jesus, what will be in in two minutes, like something like a, a short testimony? What would you say?
1: Well, you know, when Christ calls us, I found that um, I had to step out in faith to go and to do the work, to go door to door with Christian books and, and presenting bowls. You don't know what's behind that door and you don't know how people react and the wonderful experiences of just working with Christ um, increases your faith and, and you know that when you look back you think why did I step out at that time like the listeners that are speaking but it's because Christ calls you Mm -hmm. And when that happens to you and you see the Holy Spirit working and the wonderful power that there, the evidence is there of a living God. And I think that what Christ wants us to do in the last days is to share our faith, to strengthen our faith. There is a mission. We shouldn't be caught up in all the things that are going on in the world. Um, The Christ's will and mission was to save the lost. Okay. And that's what we're to do. And as we concentrate on that, then we find that our own lives change into loving them more. Mm. And they are precious people. That gives us faith.
0: Eric, thank you so much for sharing with us today. How would you like to pray just to um, to close this program? Sure.
1: Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just want to thank you for your wonderful love. We thank you for who you are. We thank you that you're a loving God who came to save and not to condemn. And often, Lord, we get it wrong in our minds of, of you, Lord. And sometimes, Lord, we actu- actually work in our own strength and do the things that we want to do and get into trouble. But Lord, I just want to pray for the listeners today, Lord. I pray, Lord, that if there is somebody struggling in their faith, Lord, that uh, is following you, Lord, but struggling, I just pray, Lord, that once again they'll give their lives to you. Mm. We thank you, Lord, and we know that we can't do anything in our own strength. It is your love and your grace that saves us. You're a God of mercy. And I pray, Lord, that this will be revealed through all of us, Lord, that the way we treat others will show that Christ lives today, that there is a place for people on that narrow road. It's not too late. Come and join us on that narrow road and live again. Mm. So thank you, Lord, for your calling. I pray, Lord, that you'll help all of us, Lord, before you come again to be right with you. We pray in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today. Uh, myself, Nikrita, and uh, Eric Hoare on the program um, Drive Time BQ&A. Please join us tomorrow when uh, we will uh, talk with uh, the Pastor David uh, Butcher. Is it possible to do good things and still be lost? Until then, may God richly bless you and just listen to this beautiful song, Build Upon the Rock.
2: These walls are refuge from the world. We shelter from the rain and seek for warmth against the cold, humble earthly hold. stone of Christ. Here his spirit speaks, his children And here we gather strength to stand in time of need. For we we are are built upon the rock rock of our Redeemer. Redeemer, secure amid the tempest of our time.